0: The citizen's go to the super normal.
1: And now for this week and small penis news. It's
0: not so much small penis news as just penis news at Should this point. Should we just
1: change the fucking headline to the fucking... And now in this week, Jordan's going to talk about dicks for a little bit. Do you think people are uncomfortable with our dick news? Uh, whatever, you know what? Uh, I- you know what? I think, I think this is a little something for everybody. And some people might appreciate the goings-on of people's phalli.
2: Or it's a lot of something for everybody. Gangrenous phalli.
1: All right.
0: Well, in, uh, in this week in penis news, a Utah man hammered an ice pick through his roommate's penis. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you. Go on. <laughs> official spit take. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the fact that I just made Sarge literally spit his drink all over his computer gives me the way to I can't stop Okay.
2: So much for the episode, uh Sarge's computer's
0: broken. <laughs> so the headline I have is so many questions. Well, wait, let's let's get through first. <laughs> the the headline, Utah Man, hammered ice pick through roommate's penis. Uh, the byline, the victim told police he was given a choice of being killed in the desert or having a nail driven into his penis. <laughs> Where did he find his roommate i'm kind of just i'm kind of curious like could I ask for a third choice but sure let's let's go into this So in Salt Lake City, Utah, a man has been charged with sexual assault and kidnapping when authorities say he hammered a tool resembling an ice pick through another man's penis during an argument.
1: That's some tool on tool contact right there.
0: My question is: Is what is your dick doing out during an argument? Yeah, why?
1: Why? This is part of my questioning.
0: Like, who willingly puts their dick on a table and is like, "Yeah, nail that shit to the table, please." Was the third option not run the fuck away screaming? Uh, must not have been. I mean, he he picked literally. I think the the I don't know. I mean, death in the desert kind of seems better to Do me. Do we than have a, the, doing the a picture of this guy? No, I hope not. I have a picture of the assaulter. You want a picture? Yes, yeah, I
1: want to know. Uh, I want to see what the assailant looks like because kind I need to understand why he scared this man into giving up his it penis.
0: Kind of resembles Maynard a little bit.
1: Uh so he's wearing a mask and a Guns N' Roses T-shirt.
2: That doesn't look like me at all. His hair is way too short.
1: That is. Uh, that looks like Maynard's methed up uncle.
0: Kinda I haven't does, met his yeah. meth up uncle yet. Uncle Roy. So anyway, the 45-year-old Jason D. Mon. Jason D. Mon. Demon? Jason D-E-E Mon is scheduled to make his court appearance on Wait, Wednesday. This I'm sorry,
1: t- his last name is Demon?
0: Oh uh, No, his middle name is D. His last name is Mon. Maybe oh. he's DeMon.
1: Oh, what a waste. Oh, it's all moggin.
0: all makes sense. Um, court documents show that Mon is accused of putting a gun to the victim's head. This is why the third option was not available. Uh, he was accused of putting a gun to the victim's head, handcuffing him to a chair, and... uh, uh it was
1: the handcuffs that fucking...
0: Okay. Yeah, because the gun to the head was not... Was well, not even... I mean, the other thing is, you know, he got to handcuff him to hold him steady. See, at this point, doesn't the penis become slippery when the guy wets himself because he's got a gun to his head? I'm always slippery when wet.
1: Got it. Because right. I'm a big Bon Jovi fan.
0: Uh, so he told the police he was given a choice of being killed in the desert having a nail driven into his penis... Uh, he says he went to the hospital the next day for treatment because that the was next when day? that was when Mon took the handcuffs off. So okay. he was handcuffed to a, ch- I assume a chair. Right? This is what it says. He was handcuffed.
1: I wonder if when yeah. he peed that first time, it looked like Kylo Ren's lightsaber. <laughs> 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 Especially because his pee's red too.
0: Well, blood, yeah, right. So, so this guy, do you think he was like he nailed it to the chair? Because he's handcuffed to a chair, so it's it's now nailed to the chair for an evening?
1: You know it's a rough night when even your dick gets hammered.
0: Yeah, the the charging document describes the case as domestic violence and says the men lived together, but doesn't explain their exact relationship. I, you
1: know what, frankly, I don't think they were gay.
0: Well, domestic violence doesn't actually mean that you're living together, or that, that you're in a relationship. No, no, I'm just saying,
1: when you said uh, they don't know what the relationship was, just...
0: Maybe, maybe it's hard they're... to
1: believe that a gay man is going to be like, "I'm going to kill you" or "I'm going to drive this through your penis." I feel like that's like a straight white guy thing.
0: Maybe, yeah. Um, th- I found a better one, but I think we'll save it for our next episode because it's it's kind of a uh, it's kind of going to make our l- lady listeners cringe a little bit.
2: It's not flying meat again, is it? Negative.
1: Okay. make them cringe more than than some of the things I've already said in this show?
0: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, hold on one second. I'll show you the, the headline, and you guys can...
1: Hold on. You know what I'll do is I'll desensitize them to disgusting things. Ready?
0: Moist. Hey, no more whispering. Hey, what did moist do to you? That's, that was a <laughs> thing I did today.
2: I saw that on the Twitter.
0: That's uncomfortable, right? I think we need to cover this right fucking now. You sure?
1: Yes. We're going to do two penis news? All today? right.
2: I can't read it from here, but
1: it's a, well, it's it's a, a good one. It's a doozy, man. It, it's a genitalia news, I guess. It's something it's, that's oh. never happened to any of us.
0: All, all right. right. So, in bonus penis news today, <laughs> bonus wings. Woman Sue's ex boyfriend after his abnormally long penis stretched her vagina. That oh. son of a bee.
1: Good for him.
0: I I don't know if I'm gonna, uh, Sal Mangina. <laughs> Man- this is Mangina. getting so much better. <laughs> even... I'm so glad I put down my drink. Sal <laughs> Sol- <laughs> is this the woman's name? Of the yeah, name? <laughs> yeah. Her her last name is Man- Mangina. Men Anyway, she's Gesundheit. she's 29. Claims. She will have to fork out eight thousand dollars for reconstructive surgery after being intimate with Mugove Karima. <laughs> Ladies, if you come across a class, the guy named Mugove, run. Just, uh, move on. Run. It's not worth. It's not <laughs> worth the challenge.
2: Swipe whichever way you swipe to not talk to that person. So
0: she's suing her ex-boyfriend after his abnormally long penis overstretched her vagina. How long were they fucking for? Did he just leave it in there when
2: he went to work? I don't understand. <laughs>
0: I mean... It's...
2: You get on the train, it's still in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's going to drape it sir? over some telephone wires so people sir, don't drive you over you remove it. your arm from the door when trying to close them?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, there's really no losers in this story. Um... She wants she wants uh, Mugove Mugove to pay a whopping hundred and fifty thousand rand, which really only amounts to eight thousand oh, pounds, maybe. Um, and Dude. is taking him to court. I don't know. Maybe Dude, they're Pay from the lady for the
1: notoriety. Your porn career will easily pay you back.
0: They're 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 uh, they're from Zimbabwe. She tells she tells uh, the Zimbabwe male that her private parts were tight before she met her ex in 2016. um, 2016. uh, She said she fell in love with him even though he was allegedly married at the time. She ended the relationship uh, after Karima is alleged to have stretched her vagina. So so
1: here's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know why she's complaining about this. It easily would have made childbirth easier if that was her choice to have children.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's 29. The kid could have just fucking
1: walked out. Um, did, er, done the Willy Wonka thing where he trips and drops a cane and then somersaults and then <laughs> out comes your, your child
0: so uh, this earlier this year the same paper had run an article about a man who claims to have the largest penis in the world it says that it's ruining his acting career well yeah I mean
1: there's only so many ways you can sp- explain his third apparently leg.
0: flaccid he's 13 and a half inches so that means it's never going to get super hard uh, he said in June, it sucks. It relegates me into doing smaller parts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Irony, folks. That's the name of my sex tape. The smaller parts. Smaller parts.
0: He says, maybe in the UK or Germany it might help my acting career, but here in Hollywood it's a negative. <laughs> <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. I actually, so I
1: talked to I talked to someone who'll go nameless. She was uh, explaining to myself, uh, uh, I don't know why I said that. She was explaining to me and a group of friends, that um, hard penises have a... uh, It's more difficult to get them to stay all the way hard when they're that long because there's only so much blood in the human body. And so there's no, like... There's just not enough blood to make that thing stay all the time.
0: You suppose, like, Viagra would help with that situation?
1: No, because there's still not enough volume of blood in your body to
0: fill up, like, a 15-inch balloon... So here's what you do, right? You cut your leg off at the knee. That's minute. what I'm
1: saying. And then dump all the blood from the leg in your body.
0: Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that gives your body now six pints of blood, right?
1: This is a fucking flawless idea. I don't know why nobody thought
2: of this before. Just,
1: just, I mean.
2: Probably because most people don't need it.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I can speak from experience. I certainly don't. <laughs>
0: need what? To cut your leg off? Yeah, no, I got plenty if the of was, I probably was, got extra, to be honest. If the option was erectile dysfunction or cutting my knee, my leg off of the knee, I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm cutting my leg off. Give me oh, a, yeah, absolutely. Give me, a, give me a hacksaw and a tourniquet, and I'll be all right. I can fuck fucking roll myself to sex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'll crawl. Get a fake leg, right? Right. All right. So
1: um, here I am talking like I'm having sex. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, you're all married. right, That's... so uh, welcome back to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. Sorry for the extended intro. Um, this is a podcast podcast dedic- ah, rough night. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained, and all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable, like showering with the corpse of John Wayne Gacy. My name is Sage. with me is Maynard, and joining us tonight is our dedicated producer Jordan. Hey, we're all on Twitter. And I'm sure at this point you've probably seen me say terrible things to a troll. I'm at Bastard Prophet Maynard is at Maynard Rules, and he is also picking on Russian trolls all day.
2: Yeah, they picked on me first.
1: That's true, they did start the fight. Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. He mostly tweets about sandwiches. You can follow the show at C underscore. You got to tweet about it cuz you don't eat it anymore.
0: Sometimes sometimes I, when I'm just feeling lonely, I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I want pie." And then I'll tweet a gif of someone eating pie and I'm like, "All right, well, now other people want pie." And I feel like You might I'm have just
1: started a flame war on Twitter because you said gif. Yeah, what's a gif? And clearly it's pronounced gif. I don't give a fuck. I don't ca- I don't care either, honestly. Choose yeah. your moms choose gif, that's how I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I don't
2: give a fuck either.
1: all right so uh you can follow the show at c underscore g underscore supernormal if you would like to contact the show and tell us how fucking cool we are send us gift cards or nudes totally up to you can't promise we won't share your nudes uh you can email us at citizensguidepodcast at gmail.com and we're hosted by Brandon sports who's blowing up big things in the podcast industry right now just added a, a show with harry mays and he is fucking prolific if you're from philadelphia Um, They're at uh, TheBrandedSports.com, where you can now get exclusive Citizens Guide t-shirts. They're only $20, and the profits go to support the show, so please buy some. Um, If not to support us, then to just look fucking fashionable, honestly. You can also follow Branded Sports on Twitter at Branded underscore Sports. They have some amazing talent on that site, and frankly, we're honored to be part of that team. Finally... If you like this episode, please give us a review on iTunes so that other people won't be afraid to listen to us. And if you really like the show, you can support us at patreoncom Destroyer. and we will dance like monkeys for you, depending on how much you give us.
0: Also, uh, read the blog, people. If you just please Sarge read works the blog, very hard on the blog uh, every week. I am a
1: creative writing minor now, so please read that. Blog. It's
0: uh, I mean, it's literally ten minutes before the episode airs, but he does work hard for that ten minutes.
1: And uh, a lot of the things that go in the blog uh, uh, are relevant to the show at some point or another, so it's important. Um, I mean, not important, I guess. That would be kind of a dick thing to say. But it, it. to me, I think it's relevant, and it's a nice little add-on to the show. So if you get a minute, just check out the blog. That's only available at brandonsports.com. Finally, we got to thank our patrons. Uh, you know who you are. Michael Crockett, Todd, Kevin, Kimberly, Shannon, Allison, and the other Michael. U.S. subscriptions help us to invest in a show because, believe it or not, we're still not taking salaries. The ship has not come in. We haven't been picked up by a uh, some wealthy benefactor from Dickensian Zimbabwe, England.
0: So, I'm I just going to be honest. I preferred the way that you gave the names out in episode six.
1: Well, um, I guess I'll just have to go back and listen to the episode and pump it out. You oh, know. Name your sex tape. That's the most accurately named sex tape I think we've done so far. (laughs) Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's get to the point. Buckle up, gang. Saj, as a story. The year was 2009. America inaugurates Barack Obama as its 44th president. He is also the first Hawaiian president? That doesn't sound right. Anyway, Parks and Recreation debuts, and no one stops talking about it ever. North Korea, a land whose tireless commitment to nuclear safety is only matched by its world-renowned dedication to human rights, according to unofficial diplomat and Eskimo brother to Dave Navarro, Dennis Rodman, detonates a nuclear weapon underground because fuck worms, apparently. And in October of that year, Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madison go missing. This is the Jameson family. The circumstances around their disappearance has never been discovered, but in four years, their decomposing bodies were found just three miles from their car. Jordan, take it from here.
0: I think it's important to note the full names, just because I uh, I'm going I'm to do this. Uh, we have these are
1: definitely three names you'll find in any strip club in Tennessee,
0: <clears throat> and they're all. Probably related in the same strip club. You had Bobby Dale, Sherilyn Leanne, and setting their daughter up for terrible future endeavors had she lived past six, Madison Stormy Star, Jameson.
1: Madison Stormy Star?
0: Yeah, Madison spelled with a Y.
1: You know, it's not easy to see stars when it's stormy out
0: maybe it was a sign of a storm. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, uh, October 8th, 2009, we're going to start off the Jamieson family from Eufaula, Oklahoma. Were seen for the last time. Family consisted of Bobby, the 44-year-old father, 40-year-old Cheryl Lynn, Cheryl Lynn one, one word Cheryl Lynn, and the daughter, 6-year-old uh, Madison. On the day of their disappearance, the last person who saw them alive, creepily enough, was a man in the mountains. He lived in the Red Oak Mountains.
1: Just a just a mountain man?
0: Yeah, no, he just was a guy who lived in the What mountains. did he
1: live in? Did he have like a house up there? Was he in a tent?
0: You know, I didn't ask, but... He had a wax shack up there? I didn't ask, but I, I would assume just based off of the mountains that it, it was a guy living in a deer blind. Just, uh... Just being fucking weird. Just being, yeah, just...
1: Talking to birds?
0: Married to a bear, maybe? I don't know. Tying knots all day? <clears throat> yeah, it could be, yeah, right, or just eating game, <laughs> just picking his teeth with a bone, <laughs> you know, like just some strange guy, you know, and then, uh, <laughs> and he, I mean, he's not a suspect in this crime at all, which I think is funny, because
1: I'm concerned as to why he's not a suspect.
0: Never once has this one singular man living in the woods, in in the mountains, ever been been called a suspect but he was the last man who saw them alive i'm interested
1: to know how they found him an active person who could run away and not for i mean three dead bodies
0: and he states specifically and i quote he saw them and no one else looking at a 40 acre plot of land that they intended to purchase and live on now they wanted to move their existing storage container on their current plot of land to this 40 acre plot which uh doesn't So it's
1: like that show Gold Rush mm-hmm. where they fucking live in, in
0: Um Or like Tiny Houses or something, I don't know. Or maybe just strange people who live in storage containers. I don't know if, if that's a show. DIY seems to have uh, quite a few of those weird shows. Anyway. Um, I think they mm-hmm. just
2: get locked in at Storage Wars. Yeah, right. <laughs> <they do. laughs> <laughs> and then you w-
1: bid on a family of three.
2: Yeah, and I'm like oh, I, th- I, th- I thought that was that was an old dishwasher. That was Billy.
0: Do I, if you bid on a family of three and win, do you get to claim them as dependents? <laughs> 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 I think
1: so because you're responsible for feeding them. Instant tax write-off. <laughs> Yahtzee.
0: Six weeks later. Oh shit! Did you feed the fit? Fa- oh, oh, that's gonna be smelly. Guys, uh, all right. Well, anyway, eight days later. The first major discovery of the case takes place. Hunters in the woods. Hunters, this is a reoccurring theme here. Just remember that. Hunters in the woods happened across the Jameson family's pickup truck.
1: <laughs> you don't come here for the hunting, do you, buddy?
0: Uh, abandoned and yeah. locked on the side of the road. Inside the truck was the dog, malnourished and near death. Their coats, Bobby's wallet, Sherilyn's purse, a cell phone, a pill bottle not belonging to anyone in the family, a GPS, $32,000 in cash, and a knapsack. In an 11-page hate-filled letter from Sherilyn to Bobby.
1: We don't have the, the text of that letter, do we?
0: Um, I've got uh, bits and pieces of the text of that letter.
1: I kind of mm. just want to know what a woman named
0: Sherilyn thinks of a guy named Bobby Dean. No, nope, Bobby Dale. Bobby, Bobby Dale, Dale. pardon. Um, this will be important later on. Remember this letter. There was also no sign of the family anywhere to be seen. And according to the sheriff, no signs of a struggle or foul play.
1: Like playing with a rooster?
0: Right, yeah. Or uh, a cock, if you will. Some
2: kind of goose? I don't a think quail. a rooster is a fowl, is it?
1: I think all birds are fowls, aren't they?
2: Really? Yeah. I, would,
1: I don't know. It would seem like this family has run afoul of the law. And then is going to
0: edit in the scream from CSI Miami later. The uh, First, <laughs> The Latimer... <laughs> The Latimer County Sheriff's Office was called. They originally had believed the family to be lost. However, After a quick look at the GPS, they found the family hadn't spent much time there at all. The GPS coordinates led the sheriff's deputies to a trail where they discovered footprints following the footprints up to a hill was the last known place. The family would have taken a picture of six-year-old Madison, and it was in front of a large rock, confirmed after looking on the cell phone left behind.
1: Okay, so they found a cell phone left behind on the large rock of them taking a picture of No, 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 the, the
0: cell phone left behind in the car. So they found the cell phone in the truck and confirmed that that place was the last place that So that they
1: walked all the way up there, got a picture taken at this rocky outcropping, walked back to the truck, dumped their phones, and then disappeared?
0: No. Glad you brought okay. that up. They. This was a previous stop before they had... Oh, okay, I so, got confused for a second. Yeah, I the, was
1: like, this is all on the same day? These are busy fucking people.
0: The last stop... Well, no, this was all on the same day, but yeah, the last stop was uh, at this point on the road. They actually spent 15 to 20 minutes there for some reason. Um, Hiked up to this big rock, took a picture of six-year-old Madison. um, The last picture that we know of her being taken. And then um, they walked back to the car and uh, moseyed on down the road. Also found to be missing... After speaking with family, was a handgun registered to Sherilyn, which she always kept in the truck at all times. Uh, former Latimer County Sheriff Israel Beecham or Beauchamp, Beauchamp, uh, stated, I think they were forced to stop and got out of the truck with someone they recognized. I think they either left willingly or by force, to which I replied, thank you, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, right? They
1: They either, either did it on did purpose or, or by accident. And it's like, well, I mean, no fucking shit, dickhead. How how many other ways are there? Were they abducted by fucking aliens?
0: That might be Maynard's theory later Maybe. on. For the disappearance. We, were were there any yetis in? I'm not sure about the yeti presence in the woods of Oklahoma, but...
2: Yeah, I don't know much about Oklahoma.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, fuck yetis. It's just how I feel. I, I
2: think that's a bit aggressive.
0: But just, I don't think they exist. I don't think they're real. Anyway... Uh, October 17th, 2009, a large-scale search party of over 300 people, police and citizens, was formed using drones, cadaver dogs, tracker dogs, uh, and even s- some people on horseback. They s- they were drones in 2009? Apparently. Um, there were. What a time to be alive. They spread out and searched the area from the truck. The Latimer County Sheriff's Office suspected foul play was involved, but couldn't prove anything, and after eight months... those
1: fucking ducks again.
0: After eight (laughs) months, the leads went cold and the search was called off. It's almost as if the family had literally walked off the face of the earth.
1: I mean, they kind of did when you think about it, because they just kind of wandered out into the woods, and no one could find them.
0: So, uh... Maybe they
1: went to the, uh... What's that thing from fucking... When you think of it, that back show to us. on Netflix.
0: The upside yeah, down. The upside down. It went to the upside down. So uh November sixteenth, two thousand thirteen is the next event on our timeline. Four years, over four years had passed at this point. Hunters, again with the hunters, scouting out deer hunting locations. Came across the partial skeletal remains.
1: You sure those hunters went out there fucking <clears throat> bears? I mean You know the joke.
0: I do know the joke.
1: There's always a little truth to some humor, you know what I mean?
0: So um They came across the partial scale of remains. They found them lying face down and side by side. It was later determined in July of 2014 by forensic testing to be the remains of two adults and a child positively identified as the Jamesons. The cause of death could not be ascertained due to decomposition and missing bones, believed to be carried away by animals. The remains were found only 2.7 miles from the last known location of the Jamesons' truck. The search of the area uncovered each victim's skull, In the case of the adults, teeth, arm, and leg bones were found. The report notes that carnivores and rodent damage to the bones were apparent. Shoes apparently belonging to all three were also recovered. A dried flower was found with Madison's effects, and with Bobby's effects, a fragment of a flexible material with a cloth material on one side uh, was found. This all according to Joshua Lanter, the Oklahoma State Medical Examiner, in his report. Due to the absence of soft of skin soft tissue internal organs and the remaining skeleton perimortem trauma and or natural disease cannot be excluded but
1: but at least a condition of the bones would exclude some damage um obviously they weren't shot in the head if their skulls were intact
0: yeah it, well they don't say anything about that but obviously if there was I think bullet wounds to the skull yeah it would be it would be mentioned if that there would was be any mentioned in the severe trauma to the skull severe trauma to the head yeah
1: exactly. all right so why don't we uh why don't we go to break and then we'll come back and we'll we'll start talking about uh theories famous
2: monsters famous celebrating horror, horror sci-fi and fantasy genres since 1958 their annual magazine is available now, along with new apparel release every month. Follow them on social media at Famous Monsters and check out their entire catalog at CaptainCo.com.
1: There was a break there for about a second where um, I had to fight, but I
0: didn't want to do
2: it on my microphone. I was remembering an exchange I had with some Russian trolls on Twitter. That was fun.
0: That was adorable. She never answered. She never she answered the question, which means Yetis the the are real.
2: Hotel. Yeah, no. She I
1: officially d- changed my stance on yetis.
2: Yeah, she wouldn't. Uh, you know, when she said all music was evil, Ooh. and I pointed out that they play music in church, she she had nothing for that, and she deleted all her tweets, and I never heard from her again.
0: Strange how that happens.
2: She in quotes. Well, right. So you're right. not going to get the Christmas card this year, I take. I'm it. not going to get the the Christmas card from. Do
0: trolls send Christmas cards? Like you, like is there like a nice little troll family on the Christmas card?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Did does Is there a post office under the bridge?
0: I also never got an answer to if she ate billy goats or not. So, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. So many unanswered questions about trolls. Maybe that'll be the next episode. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as you heard in the previous segment, you got a little bit of background, a small timeline, some penis news, and here we are.
1: There was a lot of penis news. We talked about dicks for quite a while.
0: There was a large a large penis news there, yeah.
1: We really had to unwrap the whole thing.
0: Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Lots no. to unpack that. Stretched that episode. Uh, <laughs> Definitely <laughs> pretty...
1: stretched the episode. <laughs> I might sue you guys later for it.
0: All right. <clears throat> Interesting to note, notes that I have from the previous segment, um, and before we get into some of the theories about the disappearance, neither Bobby nor Sherilyn were working at the time of their disappearance. Bobby had been in a car accident and was suffering from debilitating back pain. Sherilyn suffered from bipolar disorder and was known to frequently stop taking her medications. Both were receiving disability checks at the time of their disappearance.
1: So you're saying Bobby didn't have any mental illness, right? He was just uh, suffering from back pain. Uh,
0: yeah. You'll find out later that they were both actually uh, suffering from depression, but... Um, it, I don't know if he ever took anything for depression or if it was like a clinical diagnosis or someone just saying, oh, no, they were both dealing with depression. Um, he it just was listened never, to a lot of confirmed.
1: fucking Nick Drake songs. Uh, is that the same
2: as Drake?
1: No, Nick Drake is uh, the guy who wrote Pink Moon, and Drake is the guy from all those fucking Sprite commercials.
2: Oh, yeah, I hate Sprite. They're not a sponsor Not are they? the
1: ones with LeBron James. I'm talking about the one where he fucking takes a sip of the fucking Sprite and his head opens up for some reason.
2: Yeah, and he raps and he's Yeah. Continue.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not I just don't know who Drake is.
2: Watch a Toronto Raptors game. You'll you'll see him.
0: He's a guy from fucking
2: Degrassi Wait, Junior basketball? High who
0: is in the wheelchair.
2: No, he just sits in the front row. So he, he, and he's in a lot of memes.
0: So he's a bench warmer? I'm confused. Is he an athlete or not?
2: No. He's a rapper.
0: Not all black people are athletes. Is but. he a good rapper? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's... There are I a mean, lot of as people... Good that as good as rap they, gets, I think he's up there. He's high they, up there. There are a lot of people that think he's a good rapper. This what, what other guy of,
1: fucking schooled him, though. I can't remember his name, but he fucking destroyed him. Was, was it Eminem? Wasn't that Kanye... No, 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 it wasn't Kanye. Kanye's not that smart. Eminem destroyed somebody in oh, the Oh, rap- recently.
2: Kanye destroyed him. Oh, Kanye yeah. did, too. Not in rap, just like they had like a trial or something. In yeah. life, they fucking fought it out. All right,
1: so back to. uh <laughs> just went down a rabbit hole that three white dudes should probably never <laughs> go down unless Michael Rappaport's <laughs> in the room. Uh, so you the get last d- him on the show.
0: The last day that the family was seen uh, was on surveillance footage from outside their home. Um,. This is interesting because the police found out, or the, the Latimer County Sheriff's Office had discovered that there was uh, surveillance cameras in the, f- the couple's home. Um, why they had surveillance cameras you know, in 2009 is beyond me, except for maybe something you'll hear later in the theory. But uh, they were seen loading their pickup truck. It was noted that they would often stop and stare at nothing as if in a daze. They made 20 or more trips and never said anything to each other while loading the truck. Sherilyn's mother, Connie Cocatan, is of the belief that they were being watched and also that there was a third unknown person in the video seen wearing a brown shirt. Uh, we do have access to some of the video, and uh, hopefully Sarge can figure out how to post it in the blog. Uh,
1: nope.
0: Hopefully Sarge can figure out by then. I will tweet it. I'll be happy to tweet it for you. Hopefully Sarge in can figure flip. out how to put it in the blog. The nope. pill, there, there was a the pill bottle found, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but there was a pill bottle I found in the car the pill that belonged to someone the Jamesons had living in their house. Uh, this was confirmed after a little while. Um, I did believe, I, I do believe I mentioned this. They found the, the, the sheriff's office found a pill bottle with none of the family's names on it. Um, it belonged to somebody that they were boarding in their house. Um, it was later discovered that this man was driven away from the home at gunpoint after he made a statement that all non whites should die.
1: You know what? He doesn't know who Drake is either.
0: Sherilyn, also known to be of Native American heritage, was uh, the one who drove him away at gunpoint. He provided a solid alibi to the FBI and was cleared of any wrongdoing, just to put that out there.
1: The white supremacist had a clean record?
0: Uh, he had a solid alibi. Oh, a solid what alibi, I'm sorry.
1: He was probably... Cleared of any wrongdoing. He's probably home cleaning his many guns <clears throat> while shouting the word small government into a small recorder.
0: So, theories, folks. Here we go. I'm going to take you on a little ride. Unlike that man in the penis story who took someone on a very big ride. Taking the beef bus to Tuna Town. Let's do it. <clears throat> Theory number one. I'm going to spend very little time on this, but it's worth mentioning. Um, the... There's involvement in drugs. This theory states that uh, the family was out in the woods of Oklahoma to make a drug deal, apparently. <clears throat> so, this would explain the thirty-two thousand dollars in cash they had in a knapsack. I can't uh, I can't state whether or not they were on drugs at this time. Uh, Israel Beecham the Latimer County Sheriff did, however, state that there is no evidence to support. Did use you just support. say Israel Beecham? Yeah, his name's. Is it's is- like a
1: fucking callback to the, to the uh, Salem Witch Trials episode.
0: Sure. Um. I mean, it's either Beecham or Beauchamp. I've he seen sounds
1: it. like an angry villager with a pitchfork.
0: It, it's either Beecham or Beauchamp. I've heard it pro- pronounced both ways. So he I'm carried sure. a pitchfork at some point.
1: Pointing <clears throat> up. Definitely. Definitely.
0: So he uh, he did state. That there was no evidence the family had any involvement with any drugs, uh, including methamphetamine. Uh, People do say that if you watch the surveillance video, they almost walk in a methodic, uh, trance-like state because of meth. Uh, I don't know what meth does to people, so I can't
1: state... Uh, Watch Breaking Bad, dude. It's a fucking documentary. I
2: I just watched the video, and it really just kind of looked like two people in the dark,
0: but... Uh, You watched the wrong video. Oh,
1: So, hold on, though. So, um, what little I know about meth, and it's very little, um, it is possible to put you in a a zombie-like state, like what you were saying. However, I think meth also gives you kind of a heightened attention span. So, if you're in the middle of the task, I think you're kind of unlikely to stop for long periods and just kind of stare off into the ether before you, you know... Would you also
0: be unlikely to, like, talk to anybody? cuz they didn't that it, I
1: don't know. I, I know very little about methamphetamine. We don't really have that problem in Massachusetts just yet. I think we're still dealing with opioids, so Um,
0: um so anyway, uh it explains You want to know what a
1: heroin addict is going to do? I got fucking stories for days, but as yeah. far as a meth addict, I'm not 100%.
0: So it would explain why the family um was out there with $32,000 in cash. Um one thing I for, I did forget to mention, I purposely left it out, was that there was a brown briefcase seen being loaded into the family's truck. By Sherilyn, that brown briefcase was never recovered. Uh, so it's believed that there may have been two bags with money in it, and that bag went to somebody um, and it's never, never accounted for ever again. But where Mr. Beauchamp, Beauchamp has decided that they're not drug addicts, nor are they drug users, and why do you bring your kid on a drug deal? I just... Um, can you I mean, You would yes, really be
1: surprised at the shit you If you're
0: buying you $30,000 worth of drugs... Yeah, I mean, that's bringing, probably
1: fucking more of a reason to bring your, your kid you're because... You're kid out there. I don't know. You're buying $30,000 <laughs> worth of drugs to sell it. Your kid's they were, not going to know what's in the fucking briefcases. They were... So, so they
2: had $32,000?
0: $32, $32,000 in a knapsack under the front seat Honestly,
1: what that says to me more than anything is if it was a drug deal, they probably knew the drug deal and felt comfortable enough to bring that kid with them.
2: Well, or we're, it's... We're, Where did two people on disability get $32,000 in cash? Interesting question that you ask.
0: It is unknown at any point in time how this family would have come across $32,000 in cash. Um, Unless,
1: of course, they were selling drugs this entire time.
0: So we will get to this later on, but there were several lawsuits from a car accident that uh, were filed. Well, that's where his
1: back was injured, right? Right. So
0: there. were that, okay. that makes that, a little okay. bit more sense. Right, that right. car accident actually had three lawsuits filed out of it, and uh, there was a fourth lawsuit filed um, against his own father. You'll hear that in a different theory. Um, someone I did see in one one post somewhere um, that he had settled out of court and received a, a payday of over sixty thousand dollars, which may explain that thirty-two thousand. I would figure if there was a settlement out of court, that would be traceable somewhere. Um, they would have been able to trace back where that 32000 came from. Uh, it's, at this point, unknown. Uh, anywhere else that I've seen it, that this money came from anywhere else. But it's worth noting that there was a drug-related theory. Um, it's also worth noting that uh, they were characterized as good parents and what good parents would bring their kid out and do something like that so anyway so i
1: would say this hold on before you before you continue on personally based on what you're telling me right now i don't necessarily believe the drug deal theory i think it's more likely that these people are fucking wacko uh, um uh, what's the word i'm looking for these idiots that fucking preppers yeah it's very and that's possible why they had the fucking in, cash on them
0: very possible they were preppers um although they there was no sign of any of that type of stuff at their house although they do have a storage container so maybe um family got lost in the woods and suffered from hypothermia died from exposure um the days following their disappearance there were extremely heavy rains they were last um where they were last seen followed by a cold front which dropped the weather and in the temperature more than 25 degrees below normal and highs in the 40s the rains alone wouldn't be heavy enough to cause their death, however, combined with the untimely cold weather, makes the theory plausible. The question that people keep asking, why leave the dog in the car if you're going on a hike in the woods? Why not just bring the dog with you? Um, especially when Madison never left the dog behind. Uh, I don't have any reason for this other than to say they left their coats, they left their dog, they left a purse and all their all their possessions other than a twenty-two caliber handgun.
1: I mean, to me, it kind of sounds like...
0: They planned on going back to the truck. Yeah, I mean, they it did, didn't exactly plan on leaving it there forever. Yeah. They thought they might be going back to the truck, um, even yeah. though there was foul play suspected at this point in time. But anyway, um, in, uh, the other thing to, th- to realize is these theories, some of them were developed shortly after they went missing. Some of them were deve- developed after the bodies had been found. Uh, murder-suicide. We all know that those stories happen where... Kids are caught in the crosshairs. Uh, you, I mean,
1: you look at the Neil Entwistle story. For instance, he fucking killed his wife and his daughter and they didn't have the balls to fucking finish himself off.
0: Yeah, no shit, right? So murder-suicide is well known that Bobby and Sherilyn had marital issues. Uh, both of them suffered from depression. Sherilyn's was worsened by the death of her sister, sister after a tragic bee sting accident.
1: Bee sting accident?
0: Yeah, I was... Un- bee sting. Right.
1: I thought you said bee sting like somebody was fucking a dog or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. That would be a I could see It how just that changes be.
1: things a lot. I you would know be, what I mean?
0: Well, and it was a bee sting on her tongue, so. Holy Aww.
1: fuck. What is she, a dog? She was biting
0: it? Um, My theory, because I didn't really look into it because I didn't really care. I'm, I, this is a dead person, so I'm sorry because it sounds kind of callous. But I'm assuming like, you know, remember that time we were at our aunt's house? And we had left a beer on the ground, and the, the bee had actually climbed into the beer. Why is a child drinking beer? No, no just this, 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 this was the death of her sister. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, so,
2: gotcha. Yeah, if she had a straw or something, the no, thing crawled in No, we were, we in, we there were uh, in my aunt's
1: backyard. Absolutely, we were, yeah. we were playing catch with my older brother, who was old enough to drink, but I wasn't. And he put his beer down for a second, and when he came back to it, there was like easily, easily, bees, yeah. So. It looked like maybe so they literally swum the bottle, and in were inside the bottle. was hornets too. It wasn't even fucking.
0: So I mean, yeah, it's it's plausible. Maybe she took a drink of a of a soda or something that'd be in it. Bee was like, "Fuck you, right. I'm gonna show you," and then kill myself. Bah! Murder suicide on the bee too. And I then, bet it was uh, a hornet
2: because I don't think a, I don't think a honeybee would do that.
0: I mean, what is a tragic beasting accident? I couldn't believe that when I read that, but it was like a tragic beasting Well, bee a tragic
1: beasting accident. accident is if you're fucking allergic to bees and you get stung. It's fucking tragic. It's like when Macaulay Culkin died in. I can't even say it because it makes me cry. When Macaulay Culkin died in fucking. Was it my <laughs> girl? I need a minute.
0: I need a minute.
1: Okay, I'm back. We're good. It was. It was fucking tragic, wasn't it? He was really good Nobody in the. Nobody fucking
0: saw that coming. I he hate was that really movie. good in the good son. What the fuck is wrong with him for throwing... Ah oh, man, it made me so mad. That was a, But that was a great movie, The Good Son. It was a great movie. Elijah Wood, Macaulay Culkin. I don't remember. Yes. Oh, and yeah, four. no, 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 I do, I yeah, do. That, that was great. good. Filmed it was in good. the
2: Boston area,
0: I believe. It was. Anyway. It was. Um, the 11-page hate-filled letter from Sherilyn to Bobby referred to him as a loner, a hermit, and claimed that she wanted a divorce. This with the missing twenty-two caliber hand, handgun provided motive and a weapon for the murder-suicide. Sherilyn's friend, Nikki Shinold, remember that name, folks, stated that Sherilyn, Nikki Chinold. Nikki Chinold, yep. Sherilyn Already forgot it. used to write letters as a form of therapy and never intended for anyone else to read them. Connie Kokotin, we've heard that name before, Sherilyn's mother, stated that Bobby and Sherilyn were good parents and wouldn't let anything happen to Madison, let alone harm themselves. Connie, living with the family for a period of time, had intimate knowledge of how the family unit functioned. To disprove this, again, uh, something we had talked about in production. Uh, they were found lying face down side by side, typically not how murder suicides go. Usually you catch somebody off guard.
2: No, that's way too like
0: neat. Yeah right. For lack of a better term. Right. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna move right along to the next theory. Uh, that they were all murdered by Bobby's father, Bob Jane but Bob Dean Jameson. So Bob Dean.
1: Bobby Dean's got some Bill Bob got some, Dale
0: and Sherilyn Leanne. He's got some and beef. Madison. He does have beef, actually. Well if you
1: got beef, then eat a pork chop, as the great Coolio once said.
0: So six months six <laughs> months prior prior? Prior. That's before, right? Six months before six months before the family filed a Six months before their disappearance, the family filed for a protection order from Bob, after he had threatened to kill the family on two separate occasions. I want to go with motive.
1: You know how you know your family's not good. Hey, could when you when Grandpa tip... threatens to murder you?
0: Can you just tip that light down a little bit? Yeah, I'm getting... sure. Sorry. Thank. you, Yeah. Right. Ah, the light. Right in the fucking.
1: <laughs> my favorite new light.
0: Right in the fucking eyes. Like. It's my Lego building
1: light. I got a giant. Ghostbusters Firehouse coming for Christmas. Not to side, you know, derail the fucking story, but you guys have no idea how fucking excited I am for this thing.
0: You also building a uh, large Lego cock that might (laughs) cause some (laughs) problems for a particular person if it were to be used?
1: Yeah, you Are you asking if I'm going to create a fucking Lego dildo?
0: I don't know your life. To fuck someone with? I mean, I do, but I don't. Well, not to actually fuck someone with, but... As, like, a throwback to the story from earlier. Oh, no.
1: No, I mean, I'm so fucking white and Irish, I don't think I could even make something that would stretch a woman out.
0: (laughs) All right, moving right along. Um, He threatened to kill the family on two separate occasions, allegedly in November 2008 and also again in April 2009. Unfortunately, in the protection order, there were no specific threats given. Um, Also... From that same protection order request, Bobby states his father hit him with his car on November 1st, 2008. Uh, You know
1: what, though? That's such bullshit. You know these fucking people, they make that shit up all the time. Like, he probably was trying to pull out of the driveway and this dickhead put his hand on the car and then he was like, oh, you fucking hit me when it really just kind of grazed his finger.
0: Well, he also states that Bob was a dangerous man who felt he was above the law and involved with prostitutes, gangs, and meth.
1: I spoke too soon.
0: So, in the... Detective order uh, request, Bobby stated that my entire family is severely scared for their lives. I live in fear at all times. However, the case was dismissed by a judge on May 18th, 2009. Bobby was also in the process of suing his father for unpaid wages after working at the family gas station. Sheriff Beecham described the couple as scammers after three other lawsuits had been filed in 2005. Relating to that car accident we spoke of earlier, Bobby's uncle, Jack Jameson, described Bob Dale as disturbed at the time. But didn't think that Bob was involved in any of that. Wow.
1: This is a fucked up fucking situation. This whole family's a goddamn train wreck.
0: Bob Dean was interviewed by the police and proved to be a non credible suspect and was cleared of any wrongdoings. Um, although he shortly died thereafter in 2009. So he didn't make it much longer.
1: Oh, so he's no longer
0: a suspect because he's fucking dead. Well, he's also dead.
1: So wh- I'm sorry. Uh, when did he die? in 2009.
0: Uh, it was like November, December. It was late 2009. So he the-
1: died. I mean, if he were to kill his family, he died right afterwards. Was it a sudden death, or, he, or was he ill?
0: You know, I didn't look it up. The I'm reason, oh, the
1: only reason I asked, I think to myself, like, if I'm fucking super ill, why well, would I mean, you if he it? was
0: really like into meth and other stuff.
1: Who, Bobby Dean was in meth, too? Yeah,
0: Bob Dean. That was the whole thing. Is He the was dad? involved in prostitutes, I'm, gangs, I, and meth. I'm
1: sorry. I thought you were talking about the other... Yeah,
0: that's why I went with Bob instead of Bobby. It's like I separated it's the... It's so confusing. Yeah, no, no shit, right? This is like a... This stop just has...
1: naming your kids after yourself, you fucking dicks. How am I supposed to do a podcast when you do this kind of shit?
0: Not only that, but if you could stop giving like weird names, like, like... Madison, Stormy Star, Sherilyn Leanne. Madison's
1: not a weird name. It's how they fucking spelled it.
0: Bobby, well, Stormy Star. Stormy Star, whatever. Why why not name your kid Cinnamon and give her a stripper pole for her first birthday?
1: (laughs) The Frank Zappa named his kids weird shit, too. Dweezil, Moon Unit. I mean, come on. I mean,
0: his last name was Zappa. I... I guess you're right. Give the guy a break on that one.
1: Also, Moon Unit is the name of my space theme porn. It's underwhelming. There will not be an eclipse. Couldn't imagine there would be. It's barely a shadow. Doesn't even have a dark side, does it? Looks like somebody just pulled the eraser out of a pencil and put it on my stomach.
0: Alright, so anyway. Uh... Theories four and five, I've combined the two of them, Um, because they're really just one theory with two different... You'll hear. All right. Gentlemen, we ready?
1: I've been ready my whole entire This is where this night.
0: story gets really fucking interesting and weird. Murdered by a cult.
1: You know, I mean, given the things that we've discussed on this podcast... M- most specifically meat showers and Venus glassing,
0: I, frankly, I'm not, it's not that weird. So uh, Connie Cocatan, his name keeps coming up, Connie, poor con, believes the family was killed by a cult. She believes the cult had a hit list, and that Nikki Shinold, the uh, friend of Sherilyn, claims to have received an anonymous call from a woman who was once part of a cult, a white supremacy cult. And she had seen that hit list, and she further claimed that after an episode of Disappeared on whatever channel that airs, uh, she reached out to Nikki because she had researched several names that had come up in missing persons cases.
1: Can anybody think of a a cult that isn't just chock full of fucking white people? I can only think of like one and I can't remember the name of it. I feel like cults are a big white people thing. Yeah. At least cults in America like, you know, I'm sure and It's cults usually and south
2: Wasn't the like Will Smith
0: Wasn't Will Smith a Scientologist though?
1: Yeah, but I mean when That's you look at the, when you look at the fucking roster for Scientology, you don't you don't have a lot of African American folks, is all I'm saying. Not really a ton of Asians in Scientology based on what you see when they show the fucking crowd at one of those weird events where the God King Tom Cruise comes out and jumps around like a happy fucking leprechaun? Yeah, sure.
0: Sure. Uh, so anyway,
1: um... Oh, wait, look, a- look, look, hold on. Let, let's go back to Scientology for just a second. I gotta say this. I gotta get it off my chest. Those motherfuckers are spreading lies about volcanoes. That's all I'm trying to say.
2: Sons of bitches. Motherfuckers. I don't know what you're talking about, but...
1: Volcanoes. They 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 say that the Thetans fucking were in a volcano, then they dropped a bomb in it, and then the Thetans fucking invaded our body, and then Space Jesus came down. Those fucking dicks.
0: If yeah, I can go back to something you said just a oh, second my ago, my head hurts. Anytime someone says I'd like to get something off my chest, I immediately think of Cleveland Steamer. So, you know, there's that.
1: Well, I mean, that's you have to get it off your chest, otherwise it's going to stain.
2: What have <laughs> are we you speaking done?
1: from experience or? I mean, yeah. Dude, when you get to 36, you'll do anything for a laugh. Don't fucking judge me. Whatever blows your hair back, See? right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so the white supremacy cult had a hit list. And on the hit list was Nikki Chenault.
1: And believed then coming in at number two was Katy Perry's fireworks.
0: No, what believed to be on the, Nick, on the shit list was, uh, was Cheryl and Leanne. Partially because she was a Native American.
1: I find it hard to believe that any white supremacist hit list is going to contain the name Sherilyn.
0: Well, when you consider that (laughs) Sherilyn had Native American heritage and also held a gun... But here's the thing about... Well, hold on. She held a guy at gunpoint, and he was a white supremacist. He he hated non-whites. That's fine,
1: and that might be the reason, because she fucking held a gun to to him. But um, white supremacists especially modern white supremacists, do not have a thing against Native Americans. In fact, at one point, the leader of the Aryan Brotherhood was half Native American.
0: Okay, but this was like 2000... 2000.
1: What I'm saying modern, I mean, I saw this documentary in 2000, 2005 or six. Was leader, it five or
0: six? That's a big jump.
1: In 1972, this guy took over leadership of the Aryan Brotherhood, is all I'm trying to say. They don't care about Native Americans. Their problems are Hispanic people, African Americans, and, and Jewish people predominantly, and then Asian people kind of to a point.
0: I mean... The so only reason
1: I bring it up is because it's a big thing in the fucking white supremacist movement. They have a huge thing about Native Americans. They have no problem that, with them.
0: Regardless of that, she uh, held that guy predominantly. at one point. What?
1: I'm just saying, predominantly, they right, don't well, care about so, it. I'm sure there's outliers, but for the most part, Native Americans are kind of, they get a pass.
0: All right. Well, I mean, so be it. But she's still pissed in that white supremacist Cheerios. So yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's right.
1: why I'm saying that's probably the so reason. Anyway, it's not because she's Native um, American.
0: This woman, this anonymous woman who called Nikki Chinoult, further claimed that she had researched local missing persons and local strange deaths, and they had matched names in the list that she had seen uh, in 1993. A local paper had reported cults popping up in southeastern Oklahoma, but a U.S. marshal was quoted as saying there hasn't been any activity in a few years. So this brings me to theory number five, which I've condensed into theory number four because why not? Apparently, the Jamesons were also known as uh, were also known as being into the occult. So a religious cult was fucking with them, but anyway. They had even owned a satanic Bible at one point. Uh, Nikki Shinold stated that she was there when Sherilyn bought it as a joke, but the two were also believed to be into witchcraft together.
1: Can I step in here for another second?
0: Oh, God, go ahead if you have Okay, to.
1: so uh, white supremacist movements, uh, far more, especially in the last 20 years, far more accepting of pagan mythology and uh, far more accepting of uh, naturalist movements. In fact, the Nazis were believed to be very deeply into the occult. Having said that, the Satanic Bible is not in any way any sort of book dedicated towards Satan. The Satanic Bible is actually just something Anton LaVey came up with for the Church of Satan. And again, that is a, a lot of white supremacy movements have adopted the, uh, the Satanic Bible as part of that ethos, especially because there is one line in there that basically says, like, we want to be able to do whatever we want, and if you do anything to us, we have license to, to harm you.
0: So um, I say sat- Satanic Bible because uh, it was, uh, I'll get to that. Um, I've seen it in several different spots as a witchcraft Bible, and I've also seen it as a satanic Bible. The only time I've ever seen it referred to as a satanic Bible is when Bobby once confessed to his pastor that he read the Bible at one point in time. Um, but it was believed that Nikki Shinold and what's-her-name, uh, Sherilyn, were uh, into witchcraft together. Graffiti found on the storage container that's on the family's existing property was actually said to have read three cats killed to date by people in the area. Witches don't like when their cats get killed.
1: All right, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to pause you right here. We're going to go to a break real quick because we're starting to run over I'm d- literally on like time. one thing left. Okay, go ahead.
0: The, uh, the Jamesons also claimed at one point that there were ghosts in the home. Uh, according to them, there were four of them living on the roof. Bobby had once asked the pastor if there were any special bullets that he could buy to kill ghosts. Now,
1: when ghosts. you say the Jamesons, are you talking about like, uh, did the wife and husband go to the pastor and they say this? They both
0: believed that there were ghosts living in the house. And Bobby went to the pastor asking if there were special bullets he could buy to kill spirits or so, ghosts.
2: So they were together on this one that there were ghosts.
0: Oh yeah, four yeah. of them living on the roof.
2: Okay.
1: So, but that's—I guess that's what I'm more concerned about because that's the crazy part. People believe that their houses are haunted all the time. Both of these grown-ass adults believe that there were ghosts living on their roof. Yeah, and like in the fucking house. spectral Snoopies? ghosts.
0: And he wanted special bullets to kill them. I'm not. But, even,
1: but I'm saying on the roof. You're saying that they were.
0: On the roof and in the house.
1: Jesus fucking Christ, that's weird. Right. Maybe one of them was cheating
2: with the ghost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Getting
2: that good ghost stick.
0: Or uh, maybe they were just leaving steamers on top of the roof. And they're like, and... oh, how did this fucking poop get here? It must have been the ghost. Uh, uh, I can't see uh, it, but it smells. Ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> Just
1: covered in fucking ectoplasm.
0: So at this point, I would say let's kick it to a break. Yeah, let's go to a break, uh, and then we'll come back, and we'll do a maintenance theory. I'll leave a couple little tidbits that I found. Some tidbits,
1: and then we'll go to maintenance theory. All right, right, I like it. Let's do it.
0: This episode
1: has been brought to you by www.thebrandedsports.com. Go to brandedsports.com. Check out all the stuff they got. They're a pretty fucking awesome website because they're sponsoring this fucking podcast. I apologize for all the swears, but if you're from New England, you'll understand. Thank you, and have a wonderful fucking evening. Before we get too deep into the episode, I just want to tell you guys... Too deep. We're fucking an hour into the episode. Please go go on Twitter to at Justin Rex Express and just tell him how big his boobs are because he thinks he's the most gorgeous thing in the world, and he's got giant man boobs for a guy who works out so much. I'm pretty sure he's on some kind of cycle that is adding to the the girth of his breasts without adding muscle. Is he, you know, maybe he is
2: took he on, estrogen instead. He's right,
1: J-U-S-T-I-N-R-E-X-P-R-E-S-S.
0: Like express with an R in front of it. Exactly. Oh, okay.
1: He's got just big boobs
0: for a dude lifting weights. I don't they're floppy. I mean, I've got big boobs for a fat guy, so
1: I kind of just want to slap him around. I do too, but I don't work out, you know what I mean? Like
0: this guy lifts weights and shit. All right. Steroids, hormones, all that
1: yeah, stuff. I'm pretty sure he's got the bloat. You know from people are tests.
0: people at this point have already checked out. Love this episode. We were an hour into this. You're going to they're going to miss your Justin Rexpress.
1: Mm-hmm. Moist. Continue. There's
0: nothing wrong with the word moist. There is a
1: lot wrong with it because the, the word whole sounds disgusting. Moist is not disgusting. It's a disgusting word. It is not.
0: Look, if look Twitter followers,
1: cake. make sure you reach out to C G Super Jordan and let him know why the word moist is fucking disgusting.
0: I just want to know what the word moist did to you, people. It just just let me know. Just Alright, well how about this? It,
1: Do you want moist, moist in your pants? <laughs> no one else does either. That's it depends, why it's a bad word.
0: It depends on the reason the moist is in my pants. I mean I'm not sopping in the pants. There's as, never as a Jesse, time where I want
1: my a, the inside of my pants to be moist.
0: It really depends on what I mean it depends. So you're on,
1: totally okay with coming in your pants.
0: I'm not mean not coming in it, but if I got, you know, like a moist in there for other reasons, then sure, why not?
1: Are your pants that big that another person, preferably a woman, can get inside your pants?
0: If the woman's on the outside of the pants and the pants become moist,
1: why i Why didn't you take your fucking pants off when she started going at you?
2: Listen,
0: sometimes well, is, when you're in public,
2: I don't understand.
0: Sometimes when you're in public, you there's always you time to pull down your pants. You can't always drop your pants in public. You cannot.
1: But that's on the outside. It's not on the inside.
0: Right. So then your pants sh- get moist. Yeah, that's just on the stress. outside though,
1: not on the inside.
0: So you're saying. Sp- Moist specifically in You the don't want
1: to be moist By yourself Is what I'm trying to say No
0: never by yourself
1: Well that's what I'm trying To fucking say That's the whole fucking time But right, right, we're, we're, you know, we're getting away From the episode Let's go Let's get back in it That's what she My said. mistake oh. <laughs> Wait 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 <laughs> If she's saying Let's get back in it I don't know that I want to hang out with her <laughs> I mean all Depends right. on what Your definition of it is I guess If it's my b No <laughs> You can't get in there. <laughs> I've successfully thwarted a number of doctors. You're not
0: You're not getting your shot. I'm just putting this out there, but I was at that Secret Santa, the Yankee swap that we did. <laughs> I know what you ended up with as a gift.
1: Yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> it was only because our sister took... You know what? Let's continue with the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suffice it to say, it disturbed me a lot to see my sister wearing a ball gag, and I did have to describe it to a psychiatrist later on.
0: Well... Someone in your house is pooping a Buick, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Just a a few bits of information to add to uh, the mysteriousness of this story. Uh, It is never reported the skulls were found broken or fucked up in any way, excluding uh, or ruling out the possible execution-style murder that would have the three people lined up side by side and where did they find them. the skulls again with the remainder of whatever bones were there?
2: So, oh, so they were they were there. Okay.
0: Yeah, they were they were at the the uh, the site of the remains uh the bones were there. Um I'll just
2: make sure it wasn't somewhere else. No, yeah. no, well, and only because you described them differently, so I was just
0: making sure. Yeah, no, so even in a Russian-style hit, like, you know, like the professional hits where they shoot you behind the ear with a twenty-two.
1: It's not just the Russians. The Italians well, do that shit, you know, too.
0: Right, so whatever a hit, may, like, a, like a hit style like that. But In
1: the Irish, shoot typically you Typically, if you're going to
0: shoot somebody and you've lined them Ugh. up execution style, you're not doing it, like, close range like that. Anyway, you figure there would be more skull damage. They found skulls intact, um, so there's that the uh Israel Beecham Israel bosham that dude the bosham. sheriff Bosham the sheriff was so bothered by the fact that he couldn't solve who murdered six year old Madison that he actually left the country he retired from law enforcement and left the country this murder stuck with him so bad um it 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 really ate him up and he no longer talks about any interviews or any of his law enforcement background. Uh, Additionally, the, the family's pastor moved out of Oklahoma. Um, and he doesn't talk about the, uh, anything anymore. He does no longer does interviews. Um, he's very uncomfortable with being unable to help the family, um, with whatever issues they were having. Um, I feel like there's more to that story, but he's moved out of the state. No longer talks about the family. And uh, an don't interesting. We know if he
1: was a pastor from like a normal church, or was he one of those fucking cult churches? I don't know, but
0: were they uh, like dancing around with snakes and
1: shit? Or at they one were point, just there people? was a
0: confession of don't knock reading dancing that with si- snakes. Okay. There was a confession of reading that Bible. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if it was my, maybe a Catholic priest instead of a pastor. But regardless. Um, yeah. Oh, because okay. they did confession. No, no, I see what you're saying, so, but I think
1: um, I think certain kinds of Protestant churches do confession as well. You call not that, the one we have the privilege of growing up in? I call bullshit. That's well, stupid. That's because we were in the country club
0: of fucking Protestant religions. Congregationalists—they know how to sleep during church and have big social hours afterwards. So uh, the final interesting tip—that's called tip, come
1: in fellowship with us, because they apparently think that word's a verb.
0: Come in fellowship. Come fellowship. Is that like what aliens do? Fellowship of the, in the fellowship. Rings. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Connie Cocotin had an interesting story at one point. Um, she, at one point, had talked about her daughter's erratic behavior. Being bipolar, uh, I would, and known to be off of her medication, I am not surprised. But there was one day, she drove her mother miles and miles into Oklahoma City. And then stopped the car abruptly, looked at her mother, said, it, get out, and drove off, leaving her on the side of the road. Uh, I find that interesting because that speaks to erratic behavior and um, what, you know, if she's in a manic state, throwing the... Um, throwing, throwing elbows and shooting people and murder-suicide seems more plausible. Um, I will say that the last photo of Madison... At the Rocks has her in a t shirt and I think jeans. But uh, the family states that that doesn't look like Madison. Um, it, she's normally a very happy child, and this looks like she was there against her will, unhappy, arms crossed, blah, blah, blah. Um, other people state that that's just could have been a kid being bratty and. How old was this girl again? again? Six years old. Okay. And the, the last picture is actually. The one that you see mostly in photos of Madison, um, and it's her in front of big rocks with her arms crossed and this tiny little t-shirt on. She's got her little belly showing. Um, but anyway, so that was uh, that was the last little tidbits that I had that I just thought were worth mentioning. Um, Maynard, you got you got some time here. What's your theory on all this stuff now that you've heard everything? Oh, geez. Um.
2: The. This whole thing seems to me like they're very much doing this, whatever they were doing against their will.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair to
2: say. I think based on the evidence, it's- Very much, and you'd hit it right with what you just said. It feels to me like they were being, and I don't know what was controlling them, but something was controlling them. They're reporting ghosts on their roof, they're, you know, they're- like you just said, their daughter's looking like she's just having her picture taken against her will. They're bringing money out. You know, they're acting weird in this video. They're bringing money out in, well, they were going to bring money out into the woods. They, you know, which could have been a drug deal. I think it. Some of it could go back to the father too. The father seems pretty sketchy. Maybe he was forcing them to do something that they didn't want to do. I, I don't know. But this all seems very much like this family was doing something that they didn't want to do when they were killed.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely fair to say, and and it's it's unfortunate. Whether it was a
2: drug deal, whether whatever it was, I, you know, everybody, it, everybody's saying how good people they were, and they wouldn't bring the kid out there. Well, you bring your kid out there when you're when you're being forced to do it.
1: Yeah. No. No. I'm, I mean that. Leaving the. This dog- is a
0: presently. Cog- uh, yeah, right, collected argument for minutes. It's, it's shockingly so. Um, this is two in a row now that he's had cogent thoughts, a good theory, yeah. And, and continue, what do you got, man?
1: Oh, hold on, let's not cut him off. I don't <laughs> want to ruin his train of thought.
0: Well,
2: th- I mean, I don't know if I have much more beyond that because, I mean, granted, it's an unsolved mystery, and that's a, a lot of what we talk about on, on this show, but you know, the fact that they had all this money, which Seems really odd,
0: and the missing brown satchel that with unknown contents at this point.
2: Right. Does this just you know does this seem like something this family would normally do? No, and it that's why the whole thing's really weird and unsolved. And the fact that you just said the sheriff was all upset that he couldn't solve the thing, and then the priest that they always, the pastor that they always talk to. He just disappears, like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And nobody really wants to own up to it either. So doesn't that seem kind of bizarre to you to you guys? Are these, did these, the father seemed to have a lot of influence in this town. Did he have anything? I mean, what, it, I what it seems weird to, to me too, is that, that the, he died, like,
0: shortly, yeah, two months, shortly after they, they
2: not even two months after they went missing.
1: What seems weird to me is not necessarily the preacher running away and not wanting to talk about it, because, I mean, frankly, he's a, you know. He's probably just sick of talking about it because he knew the family so well. And uh, as a minister, I mean, Jordan and I can attest, in the church we grew up with, I mean, we're, we're still here from our first minister. He still talks to my parents. Here we are. I mean, he's been gone for how long? He's been out of the church. Oh, years, um, years. He's preaching out in uh, North Dakota, and he still reaches out to us.
2: Well, I'm not necessarily... So, for
1: him, I, I just... Wh- I guess what I'm trying to say is that the minister maybe just, you know, or the pastor or whatever they call him in their church, um, might just not want to talk about the fact that a family that he...
0: Counseled, maybe. Yeah. Or whatever, you know.
1: But what's weird for me is the cop took off.
0: Yeah, he just... well, he That's retired. strange, right? He retired from law enforcement. But he doesn't want
1: to fucking talk about this particular case? How many other horrible cases well, has he probably you... come across where he's seen, like, blood and I mean... guts and shit? I mean... All he found was skeletal fucking remains.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a, it's the pure and simple fact that there is nothing. You, I mean, he found no evidence of any wrong, of any foul play. I mean, you literally had nothing to go on with this case. This could so. This could, be, this so this so so could be the to exception
1: to the rule. But let me talk quickly about the Golden State Killer. The detectives that worked on the Golden State rapist slash killer serial killer case are still active in the case, even though they retired. You always want to catch the one that gets away. And to me, it just seems a little strange that the fucking police officer in charge of the case is like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he was elected a sheriff, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a, he's but just
1: there's a, no, like, the thing about this case is that, like, it's not like he found, it wasn't a particularly horrifying case, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes, it's terrible that a fucking child died. Of course it is. It's disgusting and awful. And that should never happen to anyone. But it's not like he found her body. They found a skeletal remains. It's not even like, you know, you don't see all the horrible things that happen with fucking decomposition. I just don't particularly understand why the sheriff is like, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just, you know, it's something that eats you up. When you, when you consider that he followed in this family's footsteps, their last footsteps, he followed them and, you know, you, you imagine, okay, so, so maybe they were murdered. Um, Maybe they were killed someplace and then dragged the 2.7 miles away from the the truck, you know? I mean, that, that's a, a possibility and they were laid side by side facing. Somebody down. somebody murdered them. No, I I I mean, yeah, I I would flat out say they did not die of natural causes. There was there was a murder there and, you know, at this point, you know, the thing that eats me up, uh, pardon the pun, is that the search party never came across uh, the the bodies. Only two point seven miles away from the car, but that all these you know, all the evidence was eaten away by rodents and, and animals and so you literally have no evidence to go on.
1: So I somewhat agree with you and my biggest concern with this whole situation is when they found the bones there was no evidence of gunshot wounds. Yeah. And so the reason I say that is yes, it's possible that you if you shoot someone, you're not gonna see a bullet wound on their corpse four years later because the bullet passed through soft tissue and not their bones. But three people? Yeah. Three people? You didn't find a bullet wound and uh, you didn't find any bullet damage in any of their fucking rib cages? Well,
2: well I don't want to get So what like... that
1: leads me to believe, and the reason I mentioned, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the reason what le- that leads me to believe is this was a much more personal killing. This was their throats being slashed. Well,
2: that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking too, is maybe their throats were slashed versus them being shot
0: yeah and, and four years later you're not going to find blood on the uh no on the ground you know four years later they've now gone back into the cycle of the earth right you know nitrogen and whatever i don't know i just think i just think it's it's just kind of crazy i mean you know like i said they could have been dragged the 2.7 miles and, and placed side by side face down i don't know Maybe the maybe the killer. I mean, yeah
1: you you could be you could be on Maybe the killer here. didn't want to
0: see their faces. And maybe he, they were and strangled. That's why you say it was personal. Yeah, I mean, it you know, could have
1: been strangled, but that's still strangling somebody strangling versus shooting people? somebody. Well, but but so we talked about the guy with the penis who had the fucking thing nailed to him. He was handcuffed, right? Yeah. So any sort of wound you're going to get from a handcuff is going to be tissue damage, not bone damage. So maybe <laughs> I can't believe all these you brought people, that back to the penis. Well, guy. think about it, though. Think about it. So if these people are tied up, which is what the BTK killer used to do, he used to tie people up, and then he would put a t-shirt over their heads, and then he would put a plastic bag over, head, over their heads, and the reason he would do that is so that they couldn't bite through the plastic bag, the t-shirt would stop them or blunt their teeth enough that they couldn't get through the bag. So it's possible that they fucking tied these people to a chair, maybe put a t-shirt and a bag or just a bag over the heads of these three individuals, and they suffocated to death and then there wouldn't be any fucking bone damage. Or it's possible that the, these people would just, they had, you know, like we talked about before, they just had their throat slashed and they were tied up. And then the killer took the rope with him because he didn't want to leave any evidence. I mean, this was in 2009. so Rope could deteriorate
0: like, in the four years anyway. It's possible. With, that, know, yeah, it's, exactly. You're so, right. You're right there, too. Uh, the thing that really fucking. Or they even use their clothes to tie them up. The thing that really irks me. Uh, the, the the biggest and this will be one of the last things I say is they never find the car keys to the truck. The guy or person who kills them never ransacks anything out of the truck. They leave the dog behind and the dog survived by, by the way, anybody who's still listening at this point, the dog uh, made a full recovery and was staying with Connie Cocotan, um, Sherilyn's mother. But this was not about a robbery. This was and in, You know, if this was a killing and you've got $30,000 sitting in your truck, don't you offer that up? uh, You know, hey, listen, uh, you let us live and I'll give you $30,000. It's in my truck. I'll give it to you.
1: But then you also get to the the possibility that whoever killed these people didn't want the money to begin with. You come to the possibility that whoever killed these people might have been a serial killer.
0: Very possible. um, You know, somebody who put that plot of land up for sale, knowing that they could attract people who may not. Who, you know we're looking to get off the grid, whatever people who are trying to
2: or I mean or it was insanely bad timing, and the person who killed them had no idea that uh there was ever-, ever any money in the truck whatsoever
1: but yeah. so the reason I mention it is that <clears throat> your average killer might take the money with him whereas a yeah. serial killer wouldn't care about the money,
2: sure and, well, because and when you it, get because to a careful th- serial killer. N- would know that money could be traced. Exactly.
1: But, but not even that. Um when you look at the story of uh uh Leonard Lake and uh Charles Ang they killed
0: a family. And uh Your knowledge of murderers is just Yeah, astounding. I just I
2: only watch Dexter. That's that's my frame of reference for everything. So <laughs>
0: Okay. I'm going to go ahead. So You're not, your Lake, knowledge of murderers, white supremacists. <laughs> Listen, uh, I like true I'm, crime. I'm going to leave. So <laughs> Leonard Lake, Leonard Lake and
2: Charles
1: Ang, um, they, they killed uh, a couple of families. And there was one family they didn't take anything from. They just fucking killed these people, and they took their IDs and pretended to be them. But they didn't, they didn't take any money. The point I'm trying to make is, if this is a serial killer, they're not looking for money. And then it, when, you, when you look a little bit further, people like, uh, fuck, I can't even get into it. They, they were the Craigslist killers out in the Midwest somewhere. They uh, put out a thing saying, hey, you can live in our land for free as long as you tend the land. They would take these single men with no families, drive them out to the fucking land. They would kill them, strip their bodies, take whatever they had, money and all that stuff, and then uh, and leave them there. So it's possible that if you're a serial killer and you're just looking to kill people for thrills, you don't give a fuck about the money. Which is why it's so interesting to me that this mountain man is not considered a suspect. Because it's, it's not entirely impossible that uh, he killed them for thrills. And how many other bodies might you find on that mountain?
2: It's true.
1: So on that super fucking happy note... That is the end of episode six. Nope. Episode seven. Nope. Eight. (laughs) Episode something. Thank you all for listening. Happy New Year. This uh, Happy New
2: Year. Well after the New Year, now that I think about
1: it. Um, But Happy New Year, and on on the behalf of the CGS podcast family, including my long-suffering family, wife and children, Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our show. We're certainly thankful for Thank you this Thank you for
0: year. being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Do, do, do. So oh, and do. Oh, and sad news, Penny Marshall died again. today, guys. Penny Marshall died today. You, no, you know, pen, honestly, not today. That's
1: going to be literally uh, almost uh, a month away before. Well, I mean, it's December 18th. I'm just putting that's it out true. there that they don't
0: that's know true. when we're recording, so this could all be edited you out. You just they, said December They do now.
1: So now they know. And Mayden's not going to edit that.
0: What if I edit it? I'll edit it right out. Fuck that shit. Fuck the yeti. It's never the
2: yeti.
1: <laughs> it's never the yeti. That's going to be the new T-shirt. So uh, one more final thing before we get out of here, I just want to say um, if you're interested in giving us T-shirt ideas, we're looking for some ideas. Shoot us an, uh, an email on the c. Um, what is it? Citizens Guide Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's Citizens Guide Podcast at Gmail dot com. Give us some T-shirt ideas.
0: C underscore G Supernormal.
1: You can message the the. Thing. message any one of us on Twitter we'll fucking take your message we're not too cool for you alright thank you for listening to the show have an awesome night happy fucking new year and um, hopefully the president's impeached by the time we're done
2: that'd be cool
1: it's possible not impeached but maybe like you know he just steps down
0: hopefully you also get stretched by a big dick if that's what you're looking for you
1: don't get stretched by any giant dicks put it in your beehole. hole from what I understand it's more resilient
0: yikes <laughs>
2: The citizens go to the super